an hour from me. Like nothing about it's convenient or like ideal, but yeah, I mean he, he gets he gets the job done for me. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like I I had I used to have some pretty good barbers. Now that I think about it, back when I kept my hair short and stuff like that, but then yeah. I decided to grow my hair out. It was like 2014 had ended. I had just gotten out of a a, a pretty extensive uh, relationship. It was like right out, I had been with this girl from middle school through high school and after, you know what I mean? So like I, that, that phase of my life was over. And yeah. then I decided I would grow my hair out and I just let it grow. And it All grew right. for like five, six years. And then I cut it, but I didn't have a barber cut it. So I don't have a barber. I just cut it myself. Or I had Denise that. cut it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and now it's growing back, which is funny because I didn't even expect that. I'm like, oh shit, hair grows back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. Um, um, the having a good barber is that's a blessing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he kind of he kind of got me last time. That's why it's been like a month and a half since I've gone. I was like the same thing like you. I was like, I'm gonna let it just grow out and see what happens. But yeah, my hair doesn't really have a direction. It just grows weirdly but i just don't like like it's just not it's not like uniform enough i guess didn't you have dreads at one point i had dreads for like 18 years man it was that that was that's the main story is the dreads man i think that's made play into why my hair still is like doesn't know what it's doing man. it was used to growing just into the locks and you get it locked and then um for 18 years it used to growing that way like into a really curly way so yeah I, that may have had something to do with why it's so like naturally overly like curly and nah, i mean that's just what up. it is yeah, yeah like yeah. you look like you have the same sort of texture of hair that i do and what i know about hair because i don't know i mean i don't know if most men know about it but like the different textures of natural hair and yeah. like the whole rating system like i feel like you know what your your rating is on your curls because i know mine's like 4c and that's like the tightest like one of the tightest curls yeah, no, mine, I don't know the rating scale, but I know what you're talking about from the scale of, like, straight to curly. Mine is yeah. definitely, like, at yes. the highest end of curly. Like, yeah. it, just, it just keeps curling. Yeah. So, it, does what it, it does what it wants, bro. Like, it's, 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 going, it's going in every direction. Exactly. I've never had dreads. I wanted them. But yeah. I, my hair doesn't grow that fast. Like, it took me five yeah. years to get to length that, I mean, it was very long, but because the curls are so, so, so tight, it just... Right sticks to my head it goes it doesn't yeah. look big at all um a lot of shrinkage yeah yeah, yeah. and you're breaking it so it's not even <laughs> right you know what i mean um so that's why i cut it off the, the last time i was like it's not really growing that that well so i'm just gonna have to just cut it off and i like yeah. it when it's short i like it when it's short because i like not having to pick my hair you know what i mean i like <laughs> i like using, and i had braid I, uh not braids uh waves at one point like because i oh, i brushed my hair really like just continuously constantly rem- yeah. <laughs> yeah i had them i had them at one point that's that was when i was younger and i think i might okay. do that again yeah, yeah. go back to the shore maybe maybe summertime when the weather gets gets uh, warm again it's like uh, oh, the cold doesn't bother me though now like, oh well, you're good then yeah 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 you're good, then. I might have to do that for the fucking challenge, bro. Do you ever you ever heard about the Wim Hof breathing method? Oh, as oh, somebody, man. as somebody who is in health, and I feel like you should know about this about uh, more than anyone that I know. The the Wim Hof breathing method. I've never heard of the, the of that phrase. No, what is it? 
So Wim Hof is this guy from, I think, Nor Norway or Scandinavia in, in that, I think it's Norway. In that region? Yeah, in that region. Anyway, he discovered this breathing technique that allows you to basically strengthen your immune system. It allows you to purge yourself of toxins. It allows you to hold your breath for remarkable amounts of time. Yeah. Um, this guy, he, he figured out this technique when he was younger after he had explored the different sort of modalities that give you mastery of your body. So like yoga and everything, everything associated with that and martial arts and just yeah. all of these things and that those things weren't doing it for him. And then one day he took an ice bath and the cold made him breathe in a certain way. And he realized that that way of breathing is it's a, it's a powerful adapt, adaptation mechanism. So it's what would allow him to withstand the cold of the water that he was in. And so yeah. he, he started telling people about this method. He started practicing it and he would talk to people about it. And I know the science community, they met with, you know, how the skepticism is going to be extremely high on anything that claims to do what he's claiming the breathing technique can do. And so they've, yeah. they've been through different, uh, they've been through different trials and they've tested his claims and all of his claims check out. Like he's able to do magnificent things with this breathing technique. And the thing is you're able to do it right now. It's not something that you have to practice for years and years to learn or anything like that. It's something that yeah. it, it changes basically the chemistry of your body in the instant that you begin doing it because you're filling yourself up with oxygen and when your body is in an we 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 actually can store oxygen in our body way more than we than we know because we never use it you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. our bodies are able to just pile on uh loads and loads of oxygen through yeah. repetition of just more inhaling than exhaling and then eventually you're flooding your body with oxygen and you've, you've released all of the carbon dioxide. So it's only oxygen and it becomes like, it, it just, it, it can flow anywhere throughout your body because you've layered so much inside of you and yeah. it allows your body to adapt to from what I, the, the conditions that he's put himself through. He's, he's, he's high, he's climbed mountains in just his shorts, you know, like on crazy he's 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 um swam under five foot thick ice for i'm not sure how far he did it but it was some crazy like distance probably miles or something and he suspended himself in the air between two uh two hot air balloons and held himself up with just his pinky using the technique he hiked through the desert without using water without any water just by using yeah. So it's crazy. Wim Hof he's like so he has this technique and the funny thing is when the when the pandemic hit and 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 everyone was talking about how you need to have a strengthened immune system, I had been practicing this technique for like a year, year and a half before all of this happened. And so when I thought I and I don't 
you know, I hadn't, I had forgotten about it because I haven't been practicing it recently. But yeah. when I thought about it, I was like, that's the perfect thing for whatever the fuck is going on. You know what I'm saying? Right, like if, right, if, exactly. if, if people knew about this, they would probably do it because it's very easy. Like, it's really just... And it's like, you're, you're inhaling all the way and then you exhale with that. You don't force it out. You just kind of let it, you let it, you, know, you let it release. But then you, ne- you don't fully exhale before you fully exhale, you just inhale deep. You heal, you inhale fully again and you just do yeah. 30, you do 30 reps of that, about 30 reps of that. And then you be, you begin to, to feel the sensations throughout your body. Like you, you, you might feel tingling or, uh, I, I guess it's different for everyone. So there's a bunch of different things that could happen, but it's not nothing. None of it is bad or detrimental. And, um, yeah, so you do 30 reps of that and then you breathe out fully and then you hold your breath for as long as you can. And then when you feel like you have to breathe, you breathe in fully. And then that's one round and you do three rounds and this takes you like 15 minutes to do, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I haven't been sick for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's that, I mean, I think there's a lot of power to that. Like there's so many, there's so many methods to which you're supposed to breathe or to which you can breathe. And then they they all have like varying implications in a sense, but no, I mean, yeah. Like just the, I mean, my tattoo right here, that's my, my latest or my second latest tattoo is literally a symbol for deep breath. Like breathing is so important. Like it's literally, it's just, it's, it's everything. Like, to fully take a breath in. Cause we, we as humans don't fully breathe. We kind of, well, most, most I can't. And some people, you know, some people. It depends on your lifestyle. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Depends on your lifestyle. But some people are blessed with just being kind of heavier breathers, which is in a sense that, you know, we, we as a society mock people who are, why you breathe? It's actually a better thing that you can like fully inhale and exhale air because it's, it's undervalued. man. like the deep breath can literally calm you down. In, 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 in a matter of seconds like if people don't don't value yeah. that say take a deep breath like it's, it's not just to say it like literally a deep that's why i look at this i got this literally to be a trigger like a cue to look at it and take a deep breath because that's crazy bring clarity i mean deep breaths bring clarity to everything like your body your mind your the, the environment around you it just kind of yeah. re, re, reestablishes reality and it's like deep like it's fun as you always that you speak about that because I mean, you're right on the you're right on the head. Like you hit the nail right on the head, bro. It's it's everything. Yeah, and it's like the okay. So there's so many implications to this breathing technique that, like, besides all of the benefits to it that are like obvious that he's done, and, and he actually did inject himself with poison, and and his body was able to eradicate it through the process. It was crazy. Um, like despite all of that, like what I when I think about it. I like to think about things from uh, how will this improve the way we interact with each other and ourselves perspective. Like I, I keep that perspective very close just because I feel like it's important for whatever reason. Um, and I, th- I think that when people have something that's easy to do, something that is proven to work and get the results that they're, you know, they might, they may be shooting for, um, mm-hmm easy and accessible and effective just seems like the recipe for anything that humans would adopt if they could and knew it was beneficial. You know what I mean? And 
I realize not many people know about this breathing technique, but he has become very, very um, like this. He's been interviewed on the Joe Rogan podcast a couple times. He's been interviewed by, I mean, his claims are too big and the things he's been, he's been able to do and accomplish and prove with this breathing method. I mean, it just makes sense why he would get massive amounts of attention of attention from various different sources but it's still yeah. not mainstream media like i feel like this this is the type of information that it could have or should have blown up as the pandemic you know yeah. was, was spreading you know what i mean i feel like yeah. the wim Hof breathing method should have been at the forefront of of uh just anyone who understands how people can adopt things easily because people want things to be easy for them. I mean, it, yeah. you can't help. It's it's one thing to 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 look at people's kind of need for convenience and and judge it versus just accepting that it's a reality that people like things that are convenient. Human nature, everyone though. I, yeah, I, I, I yeah. Mean, if, yeah. If you don't, then you. I think you, convenience is by definition working harder, not smarter. Or working yes, smarter, 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 not harder. Yeah, yeah, like that. That is by definition human nature and, and the nature of every, every animal. No animal, nothing, no, nothing in nature. And that is the that is the absolute life lesson that we're that we're put on earth to be taught is that you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to grow. But yeah. the, the the path of least resistance is human nature, and that is the point. Is you're supposed to you have to combat that in certain in certain circumstances to grow. But of course, like, why would I want to do anything naturally that's harder? Like, right. give me the right. easy way, give me the cheap way, and I'm going to do it 100 times out of 100. Like, yeah. you know, so it's, yeah. that's that's what I try to bring with my health is I'm trying, like, with meal prep, I'm bringing you the food. You don't have to do it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's making, it's how do you set up your life to be conducive to the path of least resistance so that when you choose to be deliberate with the resistance that you're putting yourself through, yeah, it's not overwhelming you because everything else is already so stressful as it is. Um, that's yeah. a tangent, but like hundred percent, like I'm right, I'm right there with you. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's for for example, to put it back in, into perspective for you, like everyone ran and bought elderberry juice and vitamin C off the shelves when there's a free breathing technique that we all could have known about. Yeah. But that wasn't, you know, it's not even in discussion. But that's not that's that's not really orthodox. Like everyone wants a pill or a or something tangible, not not because I mean the breathing thing is work. You know, people still would would have to do it, and I would argue yeah. that people wouldn't, but a lot would. Yeah. And I mean, okay, so through my practice of it, because I, de I definitely kept it up for a long time, like, yeah. it gets to a point where, hold on, Denise is calling me. No, you're good. Hello? I knew it would happen. <laughs> it's cool. Go ahead and eat it, babe. I want you to enjoy it. It's got everything in it. Like, I think there's still Valentina and the sauce in there, too. Like, eat that. <laughs> that would be awesome. I love that. <laughs> All right. Bye. She grabbed my lunch. It's cool. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, the Wim Hof breathing method. Easy, accessible. Yeah. 
accessible. Everyone listening, there you go. I'm gonna probably have his. I'm definitely gonna have links to his information and stuff. He has an app. The app it's on. If you have an Apple Watch, he has the. There's an Apple Watch app. Um, fucking. Well, it just it takes you through the exercise or whatever. I'm over here tripping. Why I don't have my watch on right now. Anyway, uh, that was a free ad. I like to. I would. I would love to just advertise shit like that. Like. Yeah, you know I mean, like I don't give a fuck about like if if it, if it works, I'm gonna talk about it for free. <laughs> Unless you'll pay me, and then I'll, and I'll do it for the pay. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, man, you should definitely look into it because I feel like I mean it's not something that he can exclusively. I, I feel like you could learn it, and if you learned it, you could teach it, and that would be very yeah beneficial to everyone. And I in the, especially in like the black community, I'm sure you know a lot of black people, and it's just. We need, there needs to be more than one person doing everything because everybody has a different, uh, like the voice piece matters. Like some people need to hear things from certain people. Like you, right. you, might, you might know what somebody needs to know, but it can't come from you because they won't hear it for whatever reason, just whatever right. relationship you have. 100%. You can find a way to get them that information if you know the voice piece that they need because that's yeah. just what it is. Um, mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's, that goes back to just why I try to not, I think leading, I mean, I think kind of in, like imprinting habits onto other people, imprinting information onto other people, I've found is, is, is done more effectively through nonverbal communication, nonverbal um, example setting. So like, I just try not to Cause I feel like I can, if I, if I'm, if I'm going to, if I'm, especially people around me, if I'm going to tell them, if I'm thinking I'm telling them something that I think is beneficial for them mm-hmm. and I'm going to just keep pounding it into them or just keep trying to tell it to them all the time, people get, get burnt out with that. So what I found oh, is definitely. that me personally, like, and it's cause I'm so passionate about it. Like I want people to just, I'm like, why are you not getting it faster? Why are you not picking up faster? All you're doing is just delaying your benefit. You know, like, and that, that's how it, that's how it may be in my mind. But for me is it's leading, if you lead through example rather, um, than just try to pound information on people and you just show people your consistent habits and then they can see the actual effects on you and your, and your uh, whether it's your physical aesthetic or your, or your way of thinking or your emotional intelligence, whatever it, whatever it may be, you know, that the, the benefit will show it for itself. It will speak for itself. You have to yeah. do too much explaining, too much talking about it. Um, you know, often you just, people are just not going to get the message. And again, yeah, sometimes, a lot of times it is like getting other people to do it. You know, if three people are doing it over one, I'm more likely to do it, you know, if it's, so if it's just that one person, I may not do it. So, I mean, yeah, hundred yeah. percent, the more voices in the room, the more people, the more, the more people along the same path, the more are, are likely to join that path. Yeah. And get, get on board. Yeah. Damn. I got to add this to my website. Cause that's what I'm like. My website's growing into this, this vast, like, uh, like a collection of resources of sorts like that, that website Fiverr on there. I have a, an actual resource yeah. section where I link to that website just cause I want people to know about stuff like that. Like create, like I think from yeah. a creator standpoint, so it's like anything that's made my journey kind of much easier, more efficient, like Fiverr or anchor, which is what I use to upload the podcast to all those different streaming services or whatever. Like I have that on there okay. too. Like, um, I want to be able, I want to be able to empower people. Like I want to be able to do what I would, I want to do my thing, but I want everybody else to be able to do their thing, you know, in equal capacity or greater capacity, whatever they can achieve. Like I want, right. yeah, I feel like, uh, standing on each other's shoulders is an effective way to bypassing 
the need for outside forces to do things for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a good way to put it. That's a, yeah. 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 So, so definitely got to add the women. Fire, man. Like, it's, it's lonely at the top. Lonely at the top. Like, it doesn't have to be, though. Like, I mean, everyone said, you know, there's no reason to... And that's the thing. It's like, especially in this just over over explosion of in the information age and the social media and everyone wants to do their own thing. Like, it's it's a lot of people are, are finding that it's like you have to create something that's just so new or like so innovative. And again, I think we talked about this a little bit, maybe in our last podcast, but like nothing is nothing at this point with the amount of information we have. Nothing's a secret. Like there's yeah. no need to think that you created something that's so like that's so unique and and never been done before. Like that's great if you can do that, but it's it, it's that's not the point. The point is to spread the information that's already out there because that information doesn't change that, that's factual reality and that doesn't change and the point the the, the, the big point is that neither people have access to that information or know about that information or have it tailored to them to where it's relevant to their lives and that is i think where the most work has to be done it's not about inspiring like a, a, inspiring people around you just just create things that are that are um so like so just groundbreaking and innovative and like secretive like we, we all have to leverage each other's you know knowledge and information and expertise to yes. get to where we all want to go it's not you can't do it alone because i mean there's just there's just no benefit no one's going to steal no one's going to steal success or fame like if, you, if you're focused on that there's no such thing as alone exactly 100 percent. like you, you even if you tried to do something alone whatever you did it affects the whole like I, yeah. your absence is in action just as your presence is like you yeah. can be there or you cannot be there but either way you're there so it's right. like you can either be uh i don't want to say ignorant but just unconscious of the fact that you're affecting everyone around you or not and right. when you realize you are effectively linked to everyone around you um then you realize you you have well you can realize that you have immense power in in your life so you can make decisions that affect you in a great way so in in turn affecting people around you in a great way Mm -hmm. um and but if you're unconscious of that you probably won't make that decision unless you were uh influenced from an outside force to feel that way which is kind of I guess that would be the best case scenario, but for the most part, most people are influenced probably negatively by things, or mm-hmm. at least they focus on the negative, so it, they end up not being able to, to to really capitalize on their experiences the way they could if they they knew that everything was just helping them. Right. Exactly. No. Hundred. Hundred percent. And that. And that's. Yeah. You. You have a way of saying things in in, in a way that is much more poetic than I say. Like, that's essentially what I was trying to say a hundred percent. Like it, I think people, you know, always look at it. it I think it stems from a place of being just, Oh, someone's out to get me. Like, or someone's out to, you know, take this from me or something like it. it's, it's all, if you, if you, if you look at the positive and the, the, Oh, someone's genuinely trying to help me and to not say, Oh, someone thinks they're smarter than me. Someone thinks they're better than me. Like that, if you, it's called I mean, humility. And like, I struggle with it. I'm, we're all young, you know, I'm 25. I'm just, you know, not just, but in the last few years, like really finding my adult mature self. And a lot of it is like not looking at everything as with, with such like envy and anxiety, like just take blessings and take the information and the, and 
the output that other people are willing to give you and be humble about it and appreciation appreciate it exactly 100% like it's, it's going to take all of that to compound to get you where you want to go you're not going to get there with just the information you learn because you like what do you what, what do you essentially know you acquire information from other things and other people you don't you're not just born with a dictionary in your brain like all like what do you think what do you think masters and like people who are so wise that you look up to have you ever read the dictionary no (laughs) i I did i did as 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 a six this might have been like sixth fifth grade i actually like was bored in my room i read the i read the dictionary i read every word that's crazy (laughs) that's ridiculous how long did it take you i don't remember but i talked to my dad about that and he said he's read it several times. I was like, shit. <laughs> it was trippy when he said it, too. I was like, hold on, I can't hear you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You've read it multiple times. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't even, my dad's a different type of dude, man. I don't understand. <laughs> Wisdom's crazy. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> and that's what's so, like, that's what's so crazy to me is, um, like, what I'm learning is, like, we all think we're so just, like, not, like I used to think I was so smart like like I've never in every day I just find out how like and I'm so happy about it I'm so blessed that I've like learned this lessons like I find out how much like how stupid I am essentially like how much I don't know like how much I still have left to learn um and I think it's a beautiful thing because there's just so much information out of it and like I think how can you you know imagine if you just continue to gather information from everyone around you everything around you for decades and decades and decades that's how you become a wise person you're not a wise person just because you i mean just because you just you were born and just went through life you you're a wise person because you accumulated so much wealth and knowledge from different people with different experiences backgrounds that that wealth of knowledge makes you wise like and that that is what i like want to aspire for in my own way like i don't think you necessarily have to only read books to gather that or only do things i think a lot of it comes from just living life and going through hard times and, and, and losing a lot, like, like, suff- you know, suffering in a sense is, is, is to me, there's a beautiful thing about just like going through the hard lessons of life and, and at least putting your best foot forth and trying and falling on your butt, but still getting back up because that is how you accumulate like experience, wealth, knowledge, all, I mean, not wealth, but a wealth of knowledge and all that, man. I mean, you can, yeah, you definitely read the dictionary that that'll give you some knowledge too, for sure. Yeah, just I mean, knowing how to know, knowing what words mean. That's it. Yeah, you well, have to know what words. Thing mean. is, like the thing about like words is, we forget that the more you, the more words you know, the more you can say. Like exactly in one language exactly. and in another. Like in learning a whole different language is is crazy in its own way because you yeah. you you process knowledge differently in a different language. Like mm-hmm. I, it's I've even I read uh, I, I listened to this podcast where a guy who he, he speak, I think his, his first language is English, but his second language is French. And mm-hmm. he only speaks in French because his, his girlfriend is only attracted to him when he speaks French. What? Yeah, because he's, he, he, he expresses himself differently when he speaks in French. Yeah. And, I, and so, I mean, that's going away from the word specifically, but like, I mean the things that you can say, the, being able to express yourself equates to how many words you know. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? The more words you know, the more able you are to express yourself. 100%. I, and I guess you got to know, you got to throw grammar in there as well. But yeah. yeah. Um, what was I about to say? Because I wasn't trying to talk about that. I was, um, 
fuck. <laughs> nah, the tape, the, the t- that's when you and I get talking, like, yeah, like it's such good information, I feel like, but like it's so easy to slip off on a tangent because, yeah, because they're all, I mean, it's all in one big circle. I mean, it's all, it's all linked, everything, yeah, linked. yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the Akashic Records? I have, yeah, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm about them, yeah. Word. I don't know a lot about them, but I have, yeah. So for those who are watching, I keep forgetting that y'all are here. I'm sorry. But right, for yeah. those <laughs> for those who are watching, the Akashic Records, from um what I remember, you can you can look it up for more precise information, but the Akashic Records is basically this field of information that we all live in in this very moment, right? And everything that has been known, is known, and will be known exists yeah. all in this moment. And we have access to it when we are in alignment with this field called the Akashic Records. And then there are various ways to be aligned with this field of uh, infinite intelligence that seems to be what we are swimming in and through and about in many different types of dimensions anyway so my i always equate or i always relate things to my like journey through music because it's been the most profound thing that i've experienced for the longest time you know what i mean like um you know i break my my life up pretty much the earlier years would be through school or whatever but when i started making music it's like a whole other timeline opened up and that's been the longest running thing school ended and it's still around that type of thing um and it's it's been a, a process of like evolution and growth because i've seen myself mm-hmm. go through many different levels of skill and and you know just subject matter and all these different types of things that go into making the music and so when i relate things to it i always come up with new conclusions for certain things because it's so different from everything else in my life right so i mm-hmm. you know um the akashic records when i'm making songs i do feel that i have the i am the one deciding which words to use but the inspiration for the words is not inherently coming from me it's coming through me and i'm just kind of sitting there being the the thing that that uh that translates the words you know what I mean? That translates the energy. It's the energy, the feeling yeah. in the words. The words are from are con- contextualized from like my thoughts and my life and my environment and stuff like that. But the energy, it's like that's not something I feel all the time. So when I'm writing, it kind of just flows it's through. Yeah. And so I think that instance, oops, that instance when you're in the middle of that process where you're being moved by whatever the the force is that 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 moves you when you're in the middle of your creative act that thing um in in the in the war of art stephen pressfield he calls it the muse he calls it the angels um and i i understand that hold on yeah and uh the akashic records i think is related to that right in some some form or fashion and so my relationship with music is that it's the thing that i I feel i have the most not only control but mastery of as far as skills go in my life maybe i'm not the best 
at rapping, but I feel that that is my best, like my most developed skill. Like if we were looking at me like a character in a video game, that would be my highest stat, right? Yeah. No, so, dude, I have to stop you here because like a hundred. This is this is when I listen to your music. I'm you know I pick your music out from my um for my stories and stuff. Like yeah. when I listen to your music, I'm like no cap at all. Not like a hundred percent. You sound. Cause I'm a, I'm a musician at heart. Like I played percussion from fourth grade through high school, and, yeah. and like I love music. I'm not not really into like vocal, but more beats. Like I I, I pick songs based off a of beat. If a song yeah. good, has a good beat, I can probably listen to it over whatever the lyrics are. And so for me, like when I listen to, but your specifically your lyrics sound more advanced than literally like 98 percent of the professional multi million dollar like artists that I listen to. Like no no lie at all. Like you, you're you're just based off of what you're saying alone is so like individually creative and in its own space that like so like I, I can't really name any other artists that I know that sound anything like what you're saying. Like your like beat like beats and stuff aside, just your lyrics alone, like it's 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 almost surreal. It's like it's it's like it's crazy that it's coming from someone that I know. Like <laughs> sound like someone that's like supposed to be literally like known by the world. I, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, and that's why it's so crazy to me. Like that like, you and I on this podcast is I'm like, like the, the just based off your music alone, like you're it's, you're so talented. But like, you can ask Kiara. I was in here like just listening to your music for like an hour the other day when I first got your Spotify because I was like, it's crazy. I went to high school with this kid. Like, <laughs> he, face, and this kid is just immensely talented. Like, what has he been? Because because there's literally a gap of five years. Where, like, I didn't know what you like. I knew you up to music, but like, like it's it's just crazy, bro. It's crazy like to to know how much talent the people around you that you, that you didn't even know have. Like, it's, it's really crazy, man. But go, yeah. go back to what you're saying, but have to give you <laughs> bro, your music is crazy. Like, it's Appreci- so good, bro. Damn. I appreciate that, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, your music is dope, bro. Like, no lie. Thank it's you. different, bro. Like, it's, it's just different. It's all in its own space, but no one else is in that space. Like, I don't, I don't, I can't think of any artists that, I mean, you like, there are artists that have that type of, like, uniqueness and they're in that space in that sense but in the space you're literally in in terms of the, the sound you have is different bro like it's i can't tell you any artist that i know that sounds like you yeah it's 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 the it's the culmination of interests man like i think yeah. you know i remember when i first started rapping they compared me to like drake because that's what i was listening to at the time like when i first started rapping so the only like the, yeah. the path of least resistance for writing was sound like Drake because you had those sort of rhythms in your head and those men, you know, you know those things. Cool. And then I realized that over the years, like, you know, it would be different. They would change who they would compare me to because I was listening to different people. And so it was, it, it, I think you get your unique sound when you get to a blend of all of your influences that just seems distinct from all of them. Like right. you can, you probably can hear a Drake influence in my stuff. You probably can hear a Chance influence in my stuff, or yeah. a Most Def, or a Talib Kweli, or a Tribe Called Quest. You can probably hear all that, but it's not like the yeah. entirety. So you can't say he's he sounds just like them. Like no, you can tell you can tell that there's there's a there's been a transfer, uh, there's a mixing of all of those things, and I think a lot of artists they hit me up like how did you how did you develop your sound and and stuff like that and that's what i tell them like i just listen to i listen to so many different types of music and well so many different artists and and i feel like they're the best at what they do i have a good i have a very good ear for things that i like that 
that translates through pretty much everything honestly no, no i think about it. i never thought about it like like my my ability to know what i like and choose what i like in 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 the realm of words or beats or whatever like that's how that that's where i start making comparisons all right so if i'm good at this in music what does this make like cross what's that word that they usually use in business where you have multiple um, multiple talents that multiple things that work for the job versatility something like that ah fuck i don't know but i'm able to do that like if I compare something to music, I'm able to find out things about it that I excel in, if that makes a sense, makes yeah. any sense. Anyway. Yeah, traits. You have certain traits that, that apply to music that also apply to other other areas of life, for sure. I mean, it's, shoot, it's, even the dictionary has to give you proficiency in music and the ability to express yourself vocally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always like to read books. Like, I got, I got, I used to like, I mean, I like to read, I've read all the Harry Potter books. I like, for whatever reason, I liked to read really thick books, like books that had 300, 400 plus pages. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's a lot of words to go over, especially, and I like fantasy stuff. So the the, the vocab is, fantasy vocab, you don't hear every day. (laughs) You just just don't, like, it's not, especially if it's like Aragon, um, Mm -hmm. you know, like Dragon, stuff like that. Yeah, I read Aragon, yeah. Yeah, 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 I have all those books. I just like books like that, and and I read a hell, hella, hella books. So yeah, I, I read all the Twilights, I read all the Harry Potters, the Aragons. I like, I like, I used to like thick books too. My um, my mind just got into a different plug. My mind is not. It's gotten. I wouldn't say worse, but my mind is more active than it used to be as a kid. Like, and that's yeah. just unbelievable to me. Like, I think more about what can be, and like, and just prospect. I think yeah. I'm, I'm such a perspective thinker now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, that's why I can't read books anymore. But, <laughs> um, no, I feel you. It's an exercise in time management for me because like I know I want to read books, but then I think about the size of the books that I like to read and I realize, damn, I'm never going to finish that book. If I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, <laughs> yeah. But like I challenge myself now to kind of just go, you know, if I'm re- like the it, really the book club is an excuse for me to read that makes sense and it fits into my like you know, just the way of expressing myself and shit like that. Because I yeah. do like to read. That sounds dope, right? It's just you and you and Nyla? Yeah, for for the most part, for right now. Uh, I, I do yeah. want to expand it because I remember I was talking to you about being able to, well, I don't know if I told you the different functionality of that 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 streaming service that I use to stream to all of the social media at the same time. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I start doing, when I start doing that, um i'm able to have up to four guests so with the book club that would be great um oh yeah that's dope. yeah and then there's the podcasts as well you know what i mean like i could yeah. have multiple people on at the same time i yeah. mean i guess i could do that now because zoom is not really a i don't know what the limit is but we could have more than one person on here no you can hey. have, have like 30 people in here yeah. oh shit this is i do it for work. No, we've had we've had 200 people on zoom yeah you can have oh fuck okay yeah, i know what i'm gonna zoom do that. Work. yeah next it's, it's next the world Next, next, next uh, episode is gonna have to be you and L Trey. Yeah, let's I'll, do it, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, let me pause this real, real quick. Give me like two minutes. I just got a um, email that I just gotta. I have to forward something, but I already have it. I just have to find it real quick. Give me two seconds. Okay. Piccolo. Oh, while he's doing that, I can play music. That's fire. <laughs> Hold on.
I can play an exclusive track that no one has heard. Ha ha ha. Let me see if I can. Well, people have heard this song, but not many people have heard this song. So I feel good and sneak it in here. Because like, if you're like, I love the thing about podcasts is like, you got to really be a fan of podcasts. Like people who listen to podcasts, well, I can't say all of them, but you got to be willing to stick around for a long time. Like meaning you have to really like the people that you're listening to. That's how I feel like. That's the reason I watched. That's the reason I listen to the Joe Budden podcast. That's the reason I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. That's the reason that I listen to uh, Dunstan Truckles, uh, Duncan Trussell's Family Hour. Uh, so many different. I love podcasts. Podcasts are the shit. I'm glad I'm doing one. This is lit. <laughs> I'm looking for this. Hold on, I'm close. Songs. Oh, I got some other shit to play too. Waves. New floors mastered. Yeah. It's a trip being pretty much a parent. <laughs> you said what? Hold on. I, I think the connection is bad. I think my my Wi-Fi is giving out on me. Oh, could not be even. mine, but never know. What was I saying? <laughs> no, you were saying being the parents um crazy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, man. 
I feel like I've had to just change my perspective on so many different things just because a kid is, is they're very unpredictable in, in the weirdest way. Like just unpredictable in the weirdest way. (laughs) My kids are something else, bro. (laughs) Yo, bro. Like so funny. Yeah. Funny. funny. I guess because they don't know that many concepts, right? They're, they're still learning concepts, and so it's just like they put things together very weird, weird sometimes, and it'd just be hilarious. Yeah. To me. yeah. Yeah. Now you can just watch kids as they think through stuff, and like, it, no, it's it's a very, it's probably <laughs> one of the most refreshing things about being alive. It's like watching a kid think through, or like their thought process, like watching them think through a scenario or a situation. It makes they're me just think about raw emotion because their emotion is just raw. It's not backed with any like yeah. you know, experience or like um, tremendous bias. Like it's just raw emotion, and it's it's a beautiful thing, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So, one of the things that I've been really thinking about as I've been going through this process is how do we discipline without causing like trauma you know what i mean like yeah and discipline so that it's reflective of how the real world is you know what i mean like some of the expectations that we put on kids aren't the expectations that they'll have when they're older right and like i think for the most part i guess as an adult what i expect other adults of, us, of other adults it doesn't really matter but if i were to say my expectations it just be just know how to just hmm, know how to treat yourself and others with respect right mm-hmm. yep. sim- just breaking it down as simple as that yeah yeah um i think that kids do a lot of mirroring and we don't always reflect those things that we expect of them and so, yep. you know, that creates like a whole bunch of confusion because like yep. you told me to do this, but you act this way and doesn't seem like the right way. But you're saying this is the right way, so, but yep. you don't even act the right way. So how am I supposed to have faith in what you're telling me about this way I should be acting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. It's a sticky. It's perfect, man. Yeah. I think for me, though, like. I've given that I was kind of the only child, very independent, but my mom, again, my mom was 40 years older than me. Everyone else is like way older than me. I think how that kind of shaped me to in terms of how I plan to raise my kids, I think I'm going to be very, and I not think, I think it's just, I think that's the only way I can really be. It's like, I'm going to be very, very vulnerable, open, honest, but at the same time, very mature and, and almost, in a sense, almost business-like with my kids in the sense that, you know, to me, adults are kids with responsibilities. Like, there's 100% respect. Give respect, receive respect, 100%. I will always teach my kids to be respectful. But my kids need to understand that everyone makes mistakes, that no one's perfect, that your actions do have consequences, though, in, in, in the house and in the real world. And that I, I think I'm going to show my kids that very early on in terms of, it's not going to be physical punishment. Like it's going to be me taking away privileges and take away things that you enjoy to do mm-hmm. so that you understand the value of why should I do the right thing? Because without doing the right thing in this house and in the real world, you like, you do not, you aren't afforded the same opportunities or the same privileges, or the same freedoms. And so for me, you don't have to do that in a dictator type of way, but 
I think very much so, like, just thinking back in terms of how I would have liked to have been treated, like, if you allow children opportunity to help establish the ways of beings, they, one, feel that they have a say and a voice in how they're living their lives, and they don't feel like you control everything. Yeah. And number two, they're a lot more self-sufficient and have a lot greater of a grasp of my actions have tangible consequences, and you make them pay, you make them do things or pay the consequence for very real life situations when they occur. I think kids will respect you a lot more for being more compassionate and allowing them to have a say in, in the in, in their life and then they and what happens to them. But also again, like uh, there I know a lot of people who just aren't who just kind of suffer from not actually being allowed to grow up from their parents. Like their parents mm-hmm. still in a sense walk them through life in a lot of senses. And I just don't think that's beneficial in the long run. So I think you can teach kids how to be self-sufficient, how to understand rules and mm-hmm. just even bartering. Hey, my kid doesn't want to do this. Okay. What are you willing to give me? Then? You know, like if you want to trade some, you don't want to do this. Like you hate doing this. I can understand that. There's things as a kid, I like, I, I, I no one wants to be forced to do anything. It's not about forcing people to do stuff, but it's about showing them, why they have to do it yeah and so like i just think it's a, there's a lot more practical way of, of, of than this old school like i'm the parent you're the son or like you're the child you do what i say no matter what you will be what i want you to be like kids need to be allowed to feel comfortable to, to thrive in their house and to grow up knowing that they're going to be supportive of they do but that there are still actions and consequences to not or to, to picking certain certain paths certain things so yeah 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 i know it's about, i get long-winded i gotta work on <laughs> cutting nah. my that's no. pure podcast form. What you mean? <laughs> yes. You just gotta you just have to you have to structure your house towards the values that you want your kids to have, but also towards the, the society you live in. Like it's a, it's not it's about give and take. It's about putting in extra work so that you can get what you want. It's about setting visions and setting goals ahead of times and perfectly knowing that those can change the next day. And there's no problem with that. I love you the same. Yeah. Like kids, like kids need to be feel supported and feel that they can grow up and be themselves regardless. They yeah. always have that support. That's essentially what makes, for example, we're from Roswell, what makes all, a lot of these rich kids out in Roswell different from a, from a homeless dude in, in Atlanta? They have parents who have money. That's the only difference is you have someone to go to when your shit hit the fan and you don't have a house or, you, or you, your shit falls through the cracks. Right. You have a home to go home to and someone to help you rebound in life. It's the only Circumstance. Difference. Circumstance, exactly. It's the only yeah. difference. Yeah. So, I mean, why should being raised be any different? Like, it, to me, it should be, I mean, of course, there's there's always external factors, but, yeah. you know, that's just how I feel personally. Like, it just needs to be a lot more, um, a lot less less constructed. Like, we just put too many rules on life. Like, life just needs to happen in its rawest form sometimes. Yeah. Fine with that. I like, agree with that 1,000%. I yeah. should be able to be mad at you and then we'd be happy with each other three minutes later should not be a problem. Like, we shouldn't have to hang on to petty drama. We should understand that emotions happen, things get tense. Like, you, we've all been, small tangent, we've all been in a situation where everyone's laughing and then all of a sudden two people are really fighting. You're like, how did that just happen? Mm-hmm. We were just playing. Like, it probably, I don't have siblings, but I've seen, like, my cousins who are yeah. I've Same. had my cousins. Same. Like, we were all laughing, having fun, and all of a sudden someone pushed me a little bit too hard. I push you back. It's a whole issue. We should be able to be friends again in three minutes. Like that should yeah. have been known as a pure raw escalation of emotions that died off. And it, but we should be able to just let it go. Like part of life is just letting things go, let, let them happen. You have to put all these explanations on them. Don't have to follow them up with all these follow up conversations. Like that's what I hated as a kid was like, I just made a mistake. It's part of life. Let it go. Like let me let me pay the consequence. Let let it go. Like yeah, part of like life should just not have to be so constructive. It's always 
a, you know, there's just, just too much like there's just too much old school parenting going on. I feel like sometimes like it just needs to be a lot more fluid. Like, yeah, I'm saying like old school. Let's see, that's it. That old old thinking dies slow. You know, it dies through generations. So it's like mm-hmm. that that way of thinking. I mean, what you just said sounds like what it should be evolving into. As far as like, I think us, our generation probably thinks that way more so than the last generation for sure. Yeah. So I, I guess our kids, when we have them, they'll be more a reflection of that. And then their kids, like our grandchildren, which I can't wait. I feel like being a grandpa is going to be what? Oh, come on, bro. I'm going to be a dope ass yeah. grandpa. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think those kids, like we can't even imagine those types of kids, like the type, the way that they interact with, because I feel like, all right, two generations from now, well, at least for me, I'm very focused on technology. So I, I, I think that it's very important to realize or, or at least think about how we can have the technology be around and not be an issue, not be a point of addiction, but more of a, a tool like a hammer we use it when we need it, that type of thing. Because right. um, I mean, that's the best way to interact with it without being swept up by the, the wave of information and influence that it can be if you're just kind of lost in it um mm-hmm. so technology and I, I guess in that i was thinking i was referring more to social media but yeah you know i mean we got laptops ipads i phones and all of that type of stuff like i think that technological literacy tech literacy i don't know if, if that's an actual term but it just makes sense um yeah. what is it? yeah i know what you're saying yeah if we can if we we have to be able to teach the kids that so that they're more equipped, they're better equipped to maneuver through the world. Because what I see is the technology has outpaced our ability to use it in a a productive, constructive way on a mass level. Right. Right. Like it's just outpaced us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, we have to, if we, we have to, as people ourselves, can you know take reins of our conditioning and be able to use it in a way that is productive. And we have to think of ways to teach that to the younger generation, so they don't have to deal with not being able to deal with it when they grow up. Because if right. we can, if they can deal with it at an earlier age, then that just sets the platform for the next develop, like the the next development in human evolution. Cause that would be the next, cause when we're able to use the technology to its fullest capacity, because we're not addicted to it, then we're, I feel like we, like my, the faith that I have in the human race is like 1000%. Like this is our team. This is my team. Like I fuck with humans. Like we, 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 like, like there's so much variation. Like there's the worst of humanity, but then there's the best of humanity. And it's like, you think about what we're able to accomplish when we're actually, focused and on on purpose and not on some fuck shit and not trying to start shit but only trying to like when we're trying to work together as a team on some some sort of issue when i think about like the technology that we've invented with these fucking phones and shit like the stuff we've been able to accomplish and the things that we can dream up that we think are impossible but then one day are possible because we were able to dream it and so it developed that thought that seed got planted grew and now we can see the fruit um which is exactly what all of this is zoom the microphones all of this shit is it's just the fruit of a thought um yeah 
like I, I want I have confidence in our ability to make shit that that gets me excited that um you know when I feel like when our emotional intelligence can match or at least take take advantage of the crazy amount of technology uh the crazy pace of the improvement of technology i think that's when the human race will start to shine as far as our legacy on the planet because i mean we i mean our legacy is pretty much you know it's we did a lot of shit here you know i mean we kind of took over the planet kind of like is what we we i don't know we owe we owe the planet back some (laughs) well the thing is i think we're a part of the planet and this is the thing i think that the the whole there are people who feel like we're killing the earth right Mm -hmm. but i think that is a pro that looking at it that way is sort of the same as seeing each other as separate like there the focus is on the planet but it's really about us right because when people say we're killing the planet like we're not killing the planet we could die off right now and the planet's all right like the planet there are there are other planets with worse climate than this planet say venus or any of the gas giants that they're they're chilling the the planets exist (laughs) it's not it's life that's not there it's life that we're worried about losing right Cause that's all that would happen if you kill the planet is you're just essentially the planet itself is not just going to explode. The planet is going to nah. physically be there. It's yeah. killing life on the planet, including us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. I, and I like to entertain the thought of the, of planets being more advanced forms of life. Cause I mean, there's, it's too huge. It's too unfathomable for me to believe that it's just, I mean, it's definitely a combination of a bunch of the life that is on it and everything that's, you know, the, the, the chemistry of it and the physics behind how it's all kept together and stuff like that. Like I, I would think that something so immense that, I mean, it's hard to think about like what the earth could possibly be if we try to separate it from the word that we call it a planet. Like we gave it that name, but what does that say about what it really is? We don't know. You know what I mean? And so I think, bro it's 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 crazy that we're here like you know what i mean like it's just raw energy bro it's raw energy yeah yeah you can't put a number on how much energy the earth is so you know like cells cell i feel like earth is like a cell but on a huge huge scale you know cells they have the nucleus they have all 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 that shit i feel like everything is there's you ever seen a uh what is it called a tessellation Mm-hmm. It's like a tree that goes into a tree that goes into a tree that goes into a tree, and then yeah. all of they connect to make this big ass tree, and it's and that's a branch of another tree that like it all looks the yeah, same. Yeah. And I think planets are that for cells. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like the same yeah. thing, but on a different scale, yeah. and so it's in a different dimension, and so it we have the ability to perceive this dimension of it and i guess our tools like our microscopes and our telescopes help us be able to see see different you know uh different different dimensions per se because yeah, yeah. yeah we're down to like the quantum level like subatomic particles and i'm really really yeah. into quantum physics and shit like that because it just it, it reaffirms to me like this shit we still don't know what the fuck this is <laughs> like when you yeah so it's like it makes me more 
um, explorative in my thinking. Like, it's like, okay, I can let go of all of these preconceived notions. I, I don't have to hold on to them so tightly because they're not as concrete as we think they are. You know what I mean? Like, tomorrow we might find out that we really are telepathic. We just got to think in a certain way. And then, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you never fucking not, know. Not, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not one to put, and that's why I hate Contra. Cause I'm like, who the heck do we think we are as human beings to put like definitions and rules on the ways of things that we, that were here before. Like, how, like you can't, you can't create the rules as the baby. Like, like the rules were created before you. Like, I'm like, who's looking at earth and us humans under a microscope? Like, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like you're talking yeah. about the levels. Yeah. Shoot, the earth can literally be a cell and someone has a microscope on this cell looking at yes. it. Like, you don't know what yes. levels. You don't know. Like, yes. that's why I'm like, stop wasting your time trying <laughs> to define everything in life and just go live life and like create. Yeah. Like, Cause we don't, we can't, we can't spend too much time just talking about why everything happens the way it happens. We spend too much time on that. You just accept life as just the energy force that it is and use that energy to impart on other people and to, and to do what you want to do. But like, no, hundred percent. Like you, we don't know. What do we know? We, like, we really don't know. We want to explain everything down to the smallest degree for what? I mean, like, <laughs> like you could. Just well, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, all right, it's just part of our nature. We like to, there's some sort of organization that we like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and sure. and yeah. not to say that just us, cause you know, the cult, the different cultures, they focus on different things. I, mm-hmm. I start. I read this book or I started reading this book called the geography of thought that was comparing generally speaking, American thinking to generally speaking, Asian thinking because our cultures, they just operate differently. You know what I mean? And it's been that way yeah. historically since all the way back to the Greeks and you know, early Chinese dynasties and stuff like that. Chinese, Jap- when they say Asia, they, they, they mean those, those countries. And it starts off, the book starts off with uh, it's this teacher talking about one of his students, a, a university uh, professor talking about one of his students. I can't remember what class, but his student said to him, he was like, you know, we'll probably, we'll, we'll never think the same because you think in a straight line and I think in a circle. And he was referring and he was referring to like the cultures of uh the US. So thinking in a straight line being like there's a start and there's a finish, and then Asian sort of philosoph- philosophical thinking that everything is connected, so it's a circle, you know. And when I think about when when you the beautiful thing about being able to see both sides of something from a distance is you see that third perspective is like you get to see both versus in that conversation they were only able to really see unless they went further with the conversation they're only seeing the difference in their thinking but if you look at life life is more like a spiral like it's a circle and a straight line at the same time it's it's going forward and it but it's also looping around and reversing on itself which is what a spiral does um uh and so i realized like i think a lot of the philosophy that i've learned came from anime because when i was young i watched hella hella anime like more anime than american cartoons like i'm more versed in anime than i am in music because i just was watching it for so long and like the, the thing I've learned about anime is that the morals, the storylines, the, 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 the content that they put in their shows 
is completely different from the content that we put in our shows. 100%, Their yeah. shows seem to be more about self-development and self-reflection and yeah. all of these things that seem to be what more of us need versus yeah. I wouldn't say that our cartoons and our shows, I wouldn't say that they're doing the opposite, but mm-hmm. they don't focus heavily on those aspects. Like it seems very, con- yeah, it, it seems very uh, concentrated in in the asian media versus our our media is very varied just like i mean it just there's a bunch of different cultures here so of course the 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 the, the media is going to reflect different story types and different uh art for art artwork and all of that but um shit i was going on a tangent it's just different yeah 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 right and that's like i i watched probably what naruto um a few seasons of naruto yeah and I've tried this other, it's like a few other anime shows, and there's really pause scenes where they will go in, like clearly in the in the characters where it's in the context of the plot, will break down to like a life lesson. Like, oh yeah, like, <laughs> word by word. Like, wait, you mean I shouldn't have done this because blank will have in, like yeah. my life down yeah. the road. Like, and that is what it's about. I'm like, I'm like, what? Like as a kid, this would have been like, like this is this is a this would have been advanced for me as a kid. Like this is oh yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah, literally life lessons broken down in the middle of the show. Like that, and that's yeah. what I yeah I picked up on that really like really early. I was like, it's just yeah, crazy. this is different type of shit. And um, so like I watched that growing up, and I, and I attribute a lot of this the just the things that I understand to that to those to those shows because a lot of a lot of it is rep- a lot of it is all right main character wasn't strong he does the he, he he gets focused or something happens to him he gets strong because he he has to train or whatever like yeah. it's a lot of that it's a lot of you know uh just evolution from a personality perspective like people just becoming more mature people uh having to go through suffering and get past suffering and overcome it and shit like that like it's that over and over and over again yeah. but in different different forms and like you know the older anime has like hand-drawn artwork so it looks really pretty and shit and so you know it's it's, it's nice to look at and it changes over the years so you, you you become so interactive with that type that type of uh transfer of information I- Cause that's how they give like you tra- stories is just a transfer of information. Like, like, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a plot and there's things that happen, but at the end of every story, there's something to be looked at that can, that can be either, you know, you take it with you or you leave it there, you know? Yeah. And, and their stories do a lot of, um, introspective existential so, or at least i guess that's the type of anime that i because i wouldn't say that all of them are like that but i search for like psychological anime i search for shit that just i guess would would make you think more introspectively but um a lot of shows that are popular like a lot of ones that i've seen they're the popular ones so i guess that's it, there is something to say about that like they may be psychologically focused but the people like that type of shit especially i guess asia they they do like that type of shit and um Oh shit! Yeah, I was talking about that book, and so like the book kind of goes into different examples of how Americans think differently from Asians, and what was one of the most significant things that they said that I can remember? It's been a while since I picked up that book, and this is making me want to fucking read it again. Uh, fuck! What did he say? Ah, uh, there was like a little test that they did to see, you know, what. Americans focus on in pictures versus Asians. 
and you'd have to understand like the worldview which they go into they like they they kind of develop how how westerners in the u.s see the world based on how the greek uh the greek legacy you know evolved over time to where it is now and then they do the same thing with the asian cultures and see why people think the way why each group thinks the way they think and the picture test they had it was a picture of a fish tank with a fish in it or something like that and so they had the u.s uh participants you know just write down what they saw what they noticed in the picture and they did the same thing for the asian group and what they found was that the U, the the U.S. group is more likely to focus on the specifics of the uh, to spoke to focus on the specific like a a main point a main subject in the picture. So most of them wrote down, "I see a fish," right? They were showing a picture of a fish tank and all the stuff inside the fish tank and the fish, but they wrote down they they only see the fish, versus the Asians what they saw was the entirety, the context of the entire, you know, the, the situation. There's a fish tank, the water, the fish, all of it connected because they see things in, they see things, apparently they see things as, and this is like unconsciously, they see things as continuous materials. So like they'll be looking at a, like a car and they might not be thinking about a car. They may be thinking about metal and leather and all of the things that make up a car and the context of the car, like, is it a, you know, that type of thing. Um, and it highlights like why certain people think the way they do. Cause some people can only think like one track on the specific, the specifics of a situation versus the context beyond that specific situation. It kind of, it made me think about that and made me think, okay, there's definitely a, a a huge population of people that some of them think very pointedly and can only focus on the specifics of the situation. And then some of the population can do contextual thinking and, and there's, and it's a spectrum. So there are people in the middle and at the extremes. Um, so let me, when I read that book, it made me think interacting with people with this sort of information, it makes it easier to kind of know where they're coming from. And for me, whenever I know when someone's coming from, it's easy for me to just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Like, it, like when people get erratic and angry or frustrated or, you know, they feel slighted and stuff like that, like, I let people be like that because I don't, you know, I don't know why they feel the way they feel about whatever it is. But it, it's, I think it's important for us to be able to, let, I guess, let people be able, like, let people feel the way they feel and it not be so, it kind of goes to what you were saying, let people feel the way, let people feel the way they feel and let it just let it be like there's no reason to interact with it try to change it try to try to do anything about that that's their situation and i think your inner world is your responsibility more so than anything out outer world uh i think that when you have that taken care of when you do the things in the morning or whatever your routine is that that you know gets you in a place of all right i'm ready for the day and anything yeah. that comes my way, that type of shit. Like if you do that every day, then you do what you needed to do for anyone you might come into contact with. But not everybody does that. Yeah. No, uh, exactly, one hundred percent. Like one hundred percent. I mean, and I, I don't think it's something that's easy to do. And I think Definitely people not. have been picking up at different, like different points along their life. Um, 
And again, like that's why for me, ADHD is something that I that I know is given to me as a kind of constructed clinical terminology diagnosis. But to me, it's more than that. It's because it, for me, I'm not a religious person. I'm very much a, a universal, just kind of energy person. Like I'm just, I don't, I don't put words on anything. I don't like it. Just is what it is. The universe is what it is. The universe. It's what's mm-hmm. going on. I know it's more than this table and this. Yeah. Price. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's just it's it's our existence. Whatever you want to call it, I'm mm-hmm. here for whatever reason. I'm here, and I'm gonna find that out. And I'm gonna you know I'm gonna continue to do what I think my reason for being here is. Yeah. The rest of it's out of my control. I can't worry about all that. I can't yeah. stress about all that. Yeah. And so like yeah, back to the point about this letting kids be like or not even kids, but letting people feel their emotions. That's energy. Like, like for for me, that could just be your body needing to release some energy. Like you may be yes. In double energy, and you just need a second. To, that's literally what a breakdown is. Your body gets to its breaking point. Everything, everything. Our our hu- our world's carrying capacity is going to get to a point in, to where it is going to crash back down because it hits a point. Like everyone yeah. hits a point. Everything has a gauge or you know a certain cap, and when it hits that cap, it has to release. And so we just have to allow people to. I just think we put too much attention on how everyone else is feeling, how everyone else is acting. Like just kind yes. of just let it be and focus on you. I just yeah. and that that just it just goes back to just having an internal awareness and it all stems from within for me like you're if you focus if you allow people to focus on why they're frustrated today and how can I get over it you like often you can more, you can more so frustrate someone by asking them repeatedly why are you frustrated or, or by by allowing their mood to change your mood so now they see you're frustrated and it can, it can just start a whole a whole a whole problem that doesn't have to be one like yeah something about going along life in your own path i mean clearly people around you they're with you on a day-to-day basis but like you can be in the same house as someone and literally not talk about it that's fine i mean like it doesn't always have to be this like crossover of of emotions like your emotions don't have to always impact each other it's like yeah, 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 yeah. That's important when you're living with someone with your children like just as a family it's important to just like remember the bigger picture life just is what it is sometimes like mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be a catastrophic yeah, you know, we have this big fatalist mentality a lot of times. Like it's just the end of the world. There's just, just, just the day's rule. Like we just have to just let stuff roll <laughs> off. Like it's just life. Right? It's all the flows of life. And like I, I struggle with. I mean, like you know, yeah, it's we, a normal thing. Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Like yeah. no one's perfect, you know, and that's fine. Like, but it's just life, man. Like again, like I think we put a lot of pressure on being bored. Like if Bro. you're bored, you're not in search of too much. Like you're not doing enough. Like there's no boredom like there's just this pastime this time i, re- I read an i read an article that said boredom is good for you like it's 100 it's, it's, it's like your brain resetting itself it's it's you know it, you need that yep. at every every now and then like yep 100 yeah. yeah like yeah. I, I you know it's um and that that's why i've been like learning to not take life so like take life seriously but not react to life so seriously like Things that are out of my control, and and I kind of live this way now. Nowadays, it's like a hundred percent to zero. Like I'm like I'm always this way. Like, and I don't know if that's a bad thing or not. We'll find out. But like, <laughs> I'll pass a, and I've kind of always been this way, but I've just been embracing it more. Like I'll pass a, a accident on the road, and like it's because I'm surrounded. Like my my mom very much an empath. My girlfriend sometimes an empath. Like I don't like let other people's stuff unless I can have unless I have a like 
a tangible effect on or as someone like really close to me i don't let other people's like things weigh on me because the weight the weight of the world as it is is already enough and especially what's going with like the, the pandemic the presidency like i yeah. feel like a lot of people are just holding on to a lot of negative energy that they have no control over i'm not saying that those problems aren't real but i'm saying the reality is always the same how yeah. you allow to affect you and how that energy imparts and impacts you is up to you and like for me i've just been releasing everything if it's not in my control it's not that i don't care but if i can if i can affect it i will if i can't i literally do not think about it or do not let it stress me i acknowledge the significance of it and then i let it go yeah and that's the only way i can be and yeah that may leave me here bored all, some days just playing cod that's the best life you can have the, the biggest stress in your day in this in this hectic yeah yeah disease filled <laughs> yeah death filled drama filled world the best if the, if the the most thing you're stressed about is you that you died early in war zone that's that's the type of life i want to live forever because that means i have all the time like and, and in my mind i'm i've been so focused on freeing up myself to have this kind of time to to just be bored all the time and like to wake up yeah i have a job and stuff like that but it's not eight to five constant constant like to me what i'm doing is freeing up my time so that in the future in the next five years when i have kids i'm 100 percent ready to devote all that time to them yeah to pour all that time until or not even my kids that's a, like for example that's too far down the line when i move like we talk about when i'm moving to decatur and i'm really kicking off my fitness stuff yeah like i'm but that time's going to be filled so i'm i'm sitting here like kind of like calm before the storm you know what i'm saying like, I'm yeah kinda, yeah like, harnessing that energy like you know it's coming light nowadays yeah because yeah. life's gonna get stressful when you have a kid or like or when i when stuff picks up again like i mean this is the time to just just lit it all off your shoulders man because mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to just stop taking a lot. Like, we have to take life seriously, do what you have to do and what you need to do, but let all the other stuff roll off your shoulders, man. You got to just start chilling some. Yeah. Because it's going to take people out. The stress nowadays. You sound like you have, you sound like you have good self-talk. Like, I feel like the conversations that you have with yourself are very, like, good. Oh, I call myself a, like, especially in the gym. And I I do it as a joke because, like, I'm kind of intense. Like, I like to cuss a lot. I like to... Like, come on, you, like, like, and so in the gym, I'm, I'm, t- I'm calling myself a pussy. Like, I'm like, come on, you, like, you're really weak, bro. Like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm like, why not? Like, I'm not like, to me, it's, it's almost a, it's a joke in the sense that like, I know I have what it takes, whatever is so hard that day. Like, Oh, I have another set of this hard weight. There are people who have it a hundred times harder than me. Like, like, I'm like, stop complaining. But like, and that's yeah. my main thing in 2020 is just stop complaining about my circumstances. Yeah. I'm, either I'm going to make it happen or I'm not, but I'm not going to complain about it either way. Like, I, when I, when I self-talk myself, like, and, and that, again, with, with all the thoughts I have, a lot of those thoughts aren't real. It's drama. It's, oh my, I'm so bored today. Or, oh, my life's so hard today. Like, it's, <laughs> you having to talk about something, like, shut the hell up. You're literally chilling. Like, be quiet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, focus on what's important. Keep trekking forward. But, like, suck it up, bro. Like, it, it, you remember what I was talking about the last time? It takes what it takes. Like, that's what I truly, that's what I've been embodying. Like, it takes whatever it takes. So I have to go do anything extra, anything longer, Anything I don't want to do, it does not matter. It's part of life. It takes what it takes. Yeah. It could be worse. And that's what I always keep reminding myself is it could be 100% worse. So, like, 1,000%. That's my mindset moving forward, man. I got, and I'm, I'm going to try to hold on to that as long as I can. It's easier said than done. Um, I just have to keep reminding myself. Because it's going to evolve. Like, it's, it's going to be exactly. what it is right now. And then it's going to be revised and improved. Like, you're going to have a yeah. whole de- another mindset, maybe a year or two years. Who knows? Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's like just being normal. And that's okay. Yes. That's okay. Like, and that's another thing. We put too much pressure on ourselves to like, like, 
you're not a hypocrite because you, your interests change from day to day or like what you said you were going to do one day change like the the fundamental important things those can't change like if there's something you have to get taken care of but like in terms of your interests and what you want to do that it's not your fault if a, if something new was like exposed to you today versus yesterday like yeah your, your mind decided today or or you received some clarity overnight in your dreams that yeah. you made a decision in that yeah that, no, that's not your fault like and that's why i get upset with people who like again it's it's about focusing on yourself because if, if you aren't running around telling everyone that you were finna have a career change tomorrow and then the next day you change your mind and then you're telling everyone like people hard, have a hard time find like being finding people to be legitimate when they're changing up their their goals and stuff all the time i think it's a self thing myself i think it's a self thing change i think it's a self thing yeah yeah, because because I think people hold themselves to those types of standards. Like, all right, mm-hmm. I got to be focused on this one thing, and if I can't be focused on this one thing, then I'm fucking up. And now I'm focused on this yep. other thing. It's like, ah, oh, what are you doing? And so yep. when someone comes to them with the same sort of uh, dilemma, but they're not they're not seeing it as a dilemma. They're seeing it as this is just what is, what it is. Like this is what I'm interested yeah. in right now at this moment. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so it it triggers them because they have to think about that in themselves. And so that yep. they, you know, if they if they're not ready to deal with it, then that's what you get. You get what they respond to. They get you get their their reaction, not their response. And the exactly. reaction yep. reactions are never really, um, unless it unless it's like life or death. And I think that's what this is. It's like we're we're very reactive because we had to be when we needed to be because in the in in the wild when we because this is not a this is not our natural state of being in these boxes inside of these houses it's something that we we just kind of can we, we created for ourselves and kind of went with it but we are hunting gathering sorts of people like from all the cultures that we can think of i think it seems to be that was the way so that's how our bodies are wired like we change really really fast our lifestyles change really really fast compared to any I mean, no other animal's lifestyle really, well, I guess their lifestyles had to change with ours because of our impact on the, on the planet and shit like that. But we, we were, we were travelers and roaming and stuff like that. And so we have this reaction and like ready for anything to go wrong, this um, just built into us or whatever. And what we're finding is we have to condition ourselves to be able to live with that because we can't get rid of it, but also know when that is what's happening. Like it's just our reactive um, natural instincts reacting to a situation versus uh, us, you know, noticing that and then being able to respond accordingly. Cause I think that's what it is. Just having a little bit of space between it, having a little bit of space between what you feel and your your thoughts about what you feel is is a good thing because like if you're just automatically react reacting to everything that you feel and and it's something like negative or whatever you're gonna just be at you're just at the whim of anything that might happen to you but if you know when it's probably more advantageous to step back and say is this appropriate like does this is this does this make sense um in the context of what I'm living right now. Cause a lot of us, we, we, it's easy for us to forget certain conditions about our lives. If something is taking all of our attention, you know what I mean? Like people who have their, their life going immaculately. Like if they told anyone, they'd be like, wow, that's your life. Some people who live that type of life will be freaking out about some certain, some trivial thing that happened because they're in that mode of they've forgotten the context of their lives like no i'm living great what do you mean this is not an issue i shouldn't be freaking out no they're reacting to the situation that they think is a threat to their um to their 
identity, which I guess would be their life. Cause that's what our, our identity, our, our lives are our identity. And we're exactly. scared to, we're scared to lose our identity. Like identity yeah. theft doesn't really make sense to me. <laughs> it's really powerful. They're like your life is your identity. And so many people define that as my success is my identity. And that's the, that's the main problem is that. Yeah. Like we have to realize that every, everyone has up years and down years. It's just whether you knew about them or not. Like people are going to tell you about all their wins and they're going to post all their wins. Yeah. No one's posting their losses. And I'm taking more losses than wins a lot of the times. Like, <laughs> that's how it should be. But like, you know, we have to. Yeah. Wait, 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 why should it be that way? Why should we take more losses than wins? I think not loss. It's, it's what you define as a loss. Okay. And so for me, if I'm waking up trying to put, and it's not every day because life is not a movie. Like every single day, if it's that exciting and that, um, that dynamic, then there's probably a recipe for disaster at some point. Your life shouldn't be, and I mean, I mean, like tangibly dynamic. Like your thoughts and stuff may change, but like things just shouldn't be happening to your life every day. That's just changing the trajectory of your life one way or the other. Like your life should be pretty stable. Like you should be stably moving towards something for the most part. Uh-huh. But um, in, ter- in terms of losses, like if you're putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and you're trying new things, and for example, we recorded a podcast, the music was too loud. Some people might have said, oh, my God, I'm, I suck at podcasts. I quit. I give up. Like, in my yeah. mind, I take it as an L, but, like, it's a good L. It's a, it's uh, a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. The L is for learning. It's a lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, L is a lesson. Yeah. Like, and so those little L's, I'm not going to go on my Instagram and be like, dang, record a podcast. It's not getting posted. You know, the music's too loud. I'm going to go in there like, dang, this is the best podcast I ever had. Catch it at 8 o'clock tomorrow. Like, yeah. people are going to post their wins. But behind the scenes, you're, everyone's taking them, them knocks to the chin, them, you know, yeah me like you're gonna take those those hits and that's part of life and i look for those sometimes because without those you're not learning you're not growing like and and so i mean it's just what you define as a loss and like you can't look i don't look at really any loss as or in whatever quote-unquote losses as just a catastrophic i have to switch or give up sometimes just a pause or sometimes just a lesson uh oh shit that's what i'm more something about losses like um Again, in the society where social media allows you to project what people think is your identity, what is your life, it's easy to be selective about what you're putting out there. So, yeah, it's just what you just said made me think of it. You said L, like L is for lesson, and like it made me think from like my rapper brain went and lessons make you more on some like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, like that's actually good, yeah, like lessons make you more yeah shit. that's actually good man that's, that's, good. <laughs> that's crazy that's something. i don't think i ever heard that uh man that's like a, i'm not that's a good one yeah let's make you more dope. bro have you ever you've been around when i was freestyling and stuff before um, like maybe at johnny's crib yeah you know i've heard y'all freestyling yeah i've heard you and uh, matt freestyling before Bro, Matt is fucking dope crazy. with the freestyles, goddamn. Yeah, I mean, but y'all both come from the same place, been doing it for years and years. I mean, I tell you, that's what y'all do. Like, that's who y'all yeah. are. Yeah, you are what you do, and that's what you're, that's who y'all are. Like, hundred percent. Bro, I, look, I found out recently that my middle name actually means musician. Like, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I had no idea, bro. Do you know about? Do you know about like, like your heritage? Like, how much do you know? Well, I, we did our Ancestry.com recently. I found that I'm, like, 22%, like, con, from the Congo. Mm-hmm. And then partially Senegalese. I'm, like, 2% European. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, a, it's some weird stuff, man. It's, 
I mean, majority African, of course, but then yeah, a little bit from like all over Europe. It's like it's like less than a percent from multiple countries. Yeah, Weird. I'm trying to do that shit soon too. On it, oh snap! Yeah, they usually have like all the What time even is it? It's twelve forty-eight. Um, get on this one. But I'm not talking. Look, they have it online, man. They have deals online. Yeah, Denise just got hers done. Uh, I don't remember what her percentages were, but it made me want to do it more. Denise Um, looks like she could be a lot of stuff. Well, she's she's Hispanic and black. Yeah. But then I think I remember seeing. I don't remember. <laughs> but oh, yeah, she, yeah, definitely, it's a mix, and then yeah. um, and then her daughter, like I'm really interested to see Sophia's because Sophia is, I mean, she's Mexican, black, white, like expressly because her dad's white and Denise oh. is black and Hispanic, and everything yeah. else that she is. Like I want to know like her mix because she's got a lot in her. <laughs> she's black. She's like a mud. Honestly, she's probably from everywhere. That's what I'm saying. And the thing, I feel like there's power in that, honestly. I no, think that, that's literally energy. That's what I'm saying. Energy. <laughs> like, yeah. If you're from somewhere and that's in your DNA, you're literally carrying energy. And I believe this. You're literally carrying energy from that person who is from that place. That energy is not just like lost somewhere. Like, that's part of you. Yeah. You don't know it. Like, you would you'd never be able to say, oh, that was my 2%, you know, Hispanic side. Like, you would never yeah. know. No. But that's part of you. It's a beautiful thing. Right. Right. Man. No, it's just. It's I. I mean, it didn't really like change the way I look on life because I always assumed I was, you know, anyone yeah, who does. We know. Here, <laughs> yeah. You know, no human evolution. There's no way that we're all the same. And that's what's all the biggest joke about the biggest problems in our world is that we all treat each other each other so differently based off of complexion. It's just crazy to me. But that's a yeah. whole nother. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I don't it's, it's energy, man. It's all energy. I found out that, uh, so with my name, so I'm a junior, and my name is, uh, is DG Kenyatta Lee. And mm. I found out from my dad that my last name is, well, it's been a journey figuring out where my name is from. But so the Lee comes from uh, Robert E. Lee, the, the general. That's, because, what I, that's the first name on mine. Yeah, that. yeah, because you know, they all had slaves and the slaves were named basically after the person who owned them. So that's where yeah. the Lee comes from. And my, my granddad, his name was actually Robert E. Lee. <laughs> yes, right. But not, it definitely wasn't, he wasn't the white man. He was just a black man named Robert E. Lee. And he just yeah. died recently. And uh, so I found, I found that out from my dad. And then the first part of my name, DG, I found out, I was doing Uber. I was an Uber driver in like 2014. Nah, definitely like, 2015 something like that and i was i was driving in sandy springs and i picked up this nigerian dude well i only found out i found out he was nigerian later i didn't know he was nigerian but then we talked and he was like you nigerian i was like uh i probably because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, i don't know <laughs> he's yeah. like i think you are because your name he was like what do you i was like what you mean he was like that name is very specific to the the yoruba which is a uh, the uh people that live in nigeria then yeah that's uh, that part of nigeria is where they got a lot of their slaves like a lot like a good big portion of it and so a lot of us here are distant relatives of the yoruba people that but we don't know it but the yoruba people so they 
what their beliefs, their belief systems and their customs and their cultures have been preserved even throughout the, 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 the diaspora, the, the slave trade. It was preserved and it just took on different forms because their culture is very, it's cooperative. No, it's, it integrates with whatever it's met with. So there's Christianity that's integrated with the Yoruba tribes, uh, philosophies and faith, and they're just able to just cross-reference, um, you know, uh, different entities with people and events that happened in the Bible or whatever. Yeah. And this, 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 uh, this people has, I mean, it manifests in Cuba as the people who follow Santeria like that religion and then then in fucking in haiti it's voodoo like those people and and it's just it's different parts of central and south america where it's just these cultures have been basically it's been preserved like they were stolen from their land but their customs were just renamed basically yeah. <laughs> and kind of edited because they would blend in with whatever was going on or being forced upon them like the slaves who were being yeah. forced to read the bible and, and and learn christianity that followed the yoruba faith they were just taking bits and pieces and you know preserving it and so it, it basically just made it bigger it made it more powerful it made it it spread it in places that it probably wasn't going to because they probably would have all just stayed in nigeria but anyway the, the name dg is a is a shortening there's, there's actually, um, I guess there's probably more than two different versions, but I've, I know of two different versions that are longer, and it's Ayo, and it's actually pronounced Deji, so it's Ayo Deji and Ade Deji, and the I think word, I've heard Ayo Deji before. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah, and Deji just means two, so twice, and Ayo, I'm not sure which, what the difference, I think Ayo is crown. And Ade is um, joy. So my name's a shortening for twice the crown or twice the king and twice the joy, which is what I re resonate with the most, just because I do yeah, feel I was like I'm naturally yeah. the joy, most joyous person I know, like naturally the most like upbeat person I know. And, um, and it, it just crazy. made me, it, yeah, it made me realize like the power in the name and then recently like literally in the last five six months because i i just wasn't i guess i wasn't curious enough to just see but i, I kind of just yeah. i don't really look at my middle name or think about my middle name that often so i, I guess whatever recently I, I looked it up and it translates to musician and so i was like oh shit these names are powerful you know what i'm yeah. saying like it, it is powerful man yeah self-knowledge in itself is powerful because i remember when i was when i learned that you know, about the Yoruba and all that. And then I started doing research about the Yoruba. It, it kind of, I felt like because I didn't have, you know, we don't have that sort of like identity that like white people can have. Like, you know, I knew my great, 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 you know, that, that, that yeah. cultural heritage, unless your parents know that shit. Um, mm -hmm. Most of us don't. And I understood that. And I kind of knew that I probably, or I felt that I probably wasn't going to be able to figure it out because I thought that information was lost or I just didn't know it existed or whatever. I didn't even know what the Yoruba was. So I hadn't, like, I might've found it later on in life, but anyway, it was very, uh, it was refreshing in a way that I didn't know I was like, I didn't know, 
I didn't expect it. It was an unexpected refreshing in my, like the way I see my, myself, you know what I'm saying? Like just knowing that, okay, I do have people that I can learn about that I can, you know, you know, connect to my sense of self or whatever. But then I realized it's funny. It's kind of ironic because I, I find this information in the time of my life where I don't really need any sort of title to any, I don't need to be like, I could just be whatever I am. Like, I don't, I don't need yeah. to be referred to as DG. I don't need to be referred to as a black man. I don't need to be referred to as a man. I feel that this, yeah. because I, because of where I sit in my perspective, I can see that we're much more than these labels that we put on ourselves. And yeah. a lot of the time our labels is what's, causing our suffering because you know we will get into fights and think lowly of ourselves when we feel that we have a label that we don't want or just doesn't you know yeah. isn't good and so like the, the attachment to labels is is really a number one source for a lot of suffering like if I call you like okay let's go with the word nigga if I call you a nigga and you identify with the word nigga you know what I'm saying yeah. meaning you're attached to that word you think that word has some sort of relation to you because of context or whatever like you feel that that is a part of you um you, you oh, my dog's gonna start barking i saw the other dog going watch watch she's not even in this room i bet you <laughs> that's crazy she all like literally with textbook the, the, the one time I was, yeah of course okay we're good. um no go yeah keep going i agree though yeah keep going um I guess like, you call me. Yeah. You identify with that. That would yeah, spark. So like, no, nah, it's ironic. Cause I, I would have looked for the Yoruba if I had like, like this attachment, like if I really needed to know, you know what I'm saying? But I kind of let go of the need for that. When I, when I, I kind of gave up, not gave up, but I just didn't think that it would be information that I would run into. Like when you think that your people's, you know, names and, and who they were were erased or just not recorded. So you could never really put together those pieces and get back to the source. You kind of just yeah. don't even really think about it. So I wasn't, and I haven't been, well, I hadn't been until I started learning about this, about my name and the origin or whatever. And um, the more I learned about the Yoruba, the more powerful I feel as like a, just a, a being because mm -hmm. they have their, their religion, their beliefs, their belief system, and it's not like they all follow it still today. Like their ancient belief system is what, I, what I'm referring to. Yeah. It, it's so, it's so un, it, in a crazy way fits how I've naturally become to think about the world. Like it's about reincarnation and it's about, um, yeah. you know, energy and it's about, you know, uh, uh, like it, <laughs> all these different aspects of the universe and like creation and stuff like that. Like it's crazy. It's just, it all runs so deep that you can't help, but express it. You know what I mean? Like, how did I become like, just, even just like a name, like if my name is musician, how did I end up becoming a musician? I mean, I guess that's one of the things that's kind of, you're more, you're likely to become a musician at some point in your life. Or, no, I, I, no, I get what you're saying. There are things that literally go beyond explanation that you can yeah. never get. I'd explain it. You're actually, I think you're just disgustingly arrogant because it's like, there's no way that you, you didn't see it happen with your own eyes. Like there's yeah. literally no, I, I have, I can name off 40 examples of how 
I would not be with my girlfriend if a concert didn't get canceled twice. That she was even supposed Word. to go to. Go to yeah. Yeah. Things that cannot be explained that if you even dare explain it, then you are missing the point. You're not supposed to be able to explain it. You're supposed to appreciate it and yeah. be aware of it. Right. And that awareness gives you the appreciation, which in, in my opinion, that appreciation is what, that bond is what keeps that link together for as long as it, it's already written out, as long as it's going to be together. Like, yeah. The fact that we weren't even supposed to meet makes me appreciate the fact that, that I couldn't even imagine my life without this person. Yeah. Before. Like, that in itself is so powerful. And, like, if, if, mm-hmm. if you, if that doesn't change something in your, like, in your body. Like, I told you a lot of stuff doesn't, like, cause a, a reaction out of me. Yeah. Like, it turns out I'm pretty, like, but stuff, even thinking about that just now gave me chills. Like, because yeah. that, that's how, that's how literally, like, surreal and otherworldly it is, bro. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, this world is, like, crazy. And if you're yeah. not aware enough to, like, sit there, like, you're, people are missing out on so many, and it's a blessing. Like, you can really identify the blessings and the curses when you can sit down and say, what benefit happened that was unexplainable and that, was, that shouldn't have happened to me? What things are happening to me that are bad that are unexplainable shouldn't happen? Like, it's, it just gives you so much clarity in life, man. It's really, it's crazy, man. Yeah. 100%. Hell yeah. I meditated on clarity today. That's just oh, crazy. Bad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I gotta start trying to meditate more, man. I, yeah, I need to get five, ten minutes in the morning. I go on walk. I mean, but you work out. You work out. That's like, I feel like that's a, such a powerful form of meditation because you're just focused. Like, it's just focused. That's all meditation yeah, I'm really is. Like it. Yeah, and breathing. If you're focused and you're breathing, that's all you really need to be. Like, I, I realized that, like, you know, I started practicing meditation and I wanted to do it every day, but then I realized, like, sometimes it feels like it's a chore. It feels like exactly. something like one of those things, like. You know, I don't really want to do it right now. Yeah. And and I and I realized the benefit in doing it. So when I do do it, I'm always like, yeah, yeah I did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Then I I also had to kind of get over, like, get through the mental battle of, all right, if I don't do it, then I'm not doing the thing that I feel like is very, very, you know, beneficial to my life. But then I think it's not about the the scheduled, regimented, uh, you know, uh, just basically it's not about scheduling the meditation and make sure you're doing it every day it's about how meditatively can you live that space is a space for practice you're supposed to use that that space um like you go there in your stillness so that when you're moving you can maneuver with the stillness so you have you have reference like you can go you're basically referencing it whenever you whenever you're in your waking moments going through the day-to-day motions because like when you're focused on your breath you're in the you're in this moment and that's meditation it's just being in this moment it's letting go of everything but whatever it is you're wanting to focus on exactly so like working out would be one of those things i think playing call everything anything can be a meditation if you approach it that way and that's exactly yeah it's yeah exactly and that that's that's the biggest point like for me my meditation is finding any activity that can truly captivate my attention like literally i'm thinking about nothing else but what's in front of me and that's what weed does too weed allows me for 15 minutes when i take that hit i'm locked the fuck in like i'm in here like, <laughs> not like, like anything and that's what, like and so weed's a perfect example weed call of duty um Going to the gym, music, like anything that truly captures your full attention for yeah. that moment and allows you to digest all the information 100%. Like that is, that is passion. That is, that's the essence of life to me. Like if, if, yeah. if you're doing activities that, that just don't do that for you, you got to find, like you should try to find something that can at least do that to a degree. Yeah. You know, like it's, that, it's a powerful yeah. thing. 
Yeah. yeah. Anything capture your full attention. Like a movie, yeah. anything. My favorite movie, Wolf of Wall Street, is my favorite movie because for three hours, literally the longest was three hours. I was, I was in, and it was this phenomenal production, phenomenal acting, phenomenal yeah. everything. Like, yeah. It was just a wild ride. Hell yeah. Hours. That's why. It's, that's the only reason my favorite movie. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just straight. Like you're, you're in there. Yeah. It's like what people take Adderall to study for, like that level of like soul of like attention focus. Yes. Is, like, yeah. You don't like, you don't need, like, I guess you need it for things that don't catch your interest. But when you right. have something that catches your interest, you don't need anything really. Like weed makes everything better. We don't really need it if it's something that's like, oh shit, what is this? You know? 100%. Yeah. I don't need it to play. Yeah. But it's, yeah. 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 Um, damn. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you yeah. fucking, but but it's not going off another. Day. I think it's been like two hours. Man. We see this, this exactly. We even know it's been two hours. I even felt it's been like thirty minutes to be honest. Wait, wait, it's only been thirty minutes. No, I said it felt like no. <laughs> like like no way. Eleven. Yeah, it's one. <laughs> yeah, I think this is cool. This yeah, is this is. Oh. I I I just wanted to do it again because I you know because of the audio situation before. And I'm gonna go through and do the editing on this just so to, just to eliminate the gaps or whatever. But yeah, yeah. I, I definitely wanted to do this again. This I'm gonna have you again. And again and again. Like I want to interview all my like my friends like you, who I just yeah. want to build. It's like building the relationship and also creating at the same time. Well, building the relationship by creating at the same time. And right. you know, it's conversations, but it's also. Like I really uh, like I listen to podcasts every day, honestly, and I really do find myself thinking like, "Yo, I want to do this shit." You know what I mean? So now that I'm doing yeah. it, it just feels like one of those things. Is like I'm doing it. I'm I'm getting past the resistance, and I, I guess the reading the War of Art is really what's got me like really set in getting this done in the book club and working on the website and shit like that. Yeah. Shooting an already look, we're streaming. I'm telling you, like all these ideas, like I'm, I'm like, and I'm someone that it goes back to like how one day you say you want to do something, and another day you want to you want to say you want to do something else. Like for me, it's like when I say these things, I may not do them all at once, but like I'm not gonna forget that I said it. Like, right, I'm, right. I like know I'm doing that eventually. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Know? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. when. Just know it's going to get done. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel, man. It's not. Yeah. It's no, yeah, yeah. man. But um, yeah, this is all right, y'all. Right, right, thank, man. thank you to everybody who's watched this, who is watching this, who will watch yeah. this. Um, uh, Diop, once again, thank you for doing this yeah. with yeah. me and having this great conversation and fucking. And I feel like every time I have conversations like this, which is often, I just feel like I'm about to go into some sort of montage of like just fun shit does that make sense like in the movie yeah, like probably. like right after this scene the movie's about to go da, 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 and the whole life the whole the rest of the day is going to be like just clips of how much fun i had that day it's crazy i literally could envision like especially when it's sunny outside like to me there's nothing about today that could go wrong you know like i'm envisioning after this i'm about to go play some warzone about to go to a gym later Same. like it's Same. just beautiful stuff man like yeah no this, this is always good man like it definitely i heard the sun's beaming a little brighter uh, now than before we got on earlier like this what gym brings up a little bit. what gym do you oh no let me not let me not start another conversation <laughs> but <laughs> i'll talk to you in warzone peace bro peace man peace all right y'all
we did it another one, another one, another one. I know I didn't use my camera today because that shit dies after 30 minutes. So we, we rocking with the regular webcam audio, but rest assured, the higher quality, I'm the one that, I'm the one that's really worried about the quality video. I want a high quality video, goddamn. I want to be looking pristine and shit. Like I look very fuzzy right now, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. I appreciate my computer for having a fucking camera at the very least, but we're going to get right, right, right. And uh, yeah, like I was saying, shout out to everybody who came through. Shout out to everyone who's here. Leave a comment, uh, hit the like button, share the link, subscribe. Whatever you want to do in your support of my efforts to becoming um, a phenomenal podcaster, please uh, just execute that. <laughs> Love to you. Um, I hope you have an amazing day, night, whatever stage of the day is. I hope that the rest of your day is a magnitudes of more joyous. Anyway, uh, be godly, motherfucker.